Ben, benvenuti, fellas and bellas all over the world. Welcome to another episode of the Nobly Rant. I am Rob Fizz, joined by my co-host, the Vicar Rob, and Soviet, Rafa Rispo. What's up, Raf Bizarro? Come stai oggi? Tutto posto. Thank you very much. Hello to you, sir, and hello to everybody in the chat, as well as our audio listeners. Let's get this rant on the road. Napoli defeat Cremonese 4-1 to one this weekend, uh, bringing our uh, well, bringing our, our tally up to what, like eight matches undefeated now, Rafa? Is that right? Am I, am I, am I correct there? Am I, That's am I nine, nine, nine Serie A unbeaten. Mm-hmm. And then um, three wins in the Champions League. So there right now go. we're at ten wins on the season, two draws. Wonderful, um, wonderful. And, uh, a lot of goals to a little. <laughs> a lot of goals to a little. Awesome. We're going to talk a lot about that. We'll match review the game. We have our beast of the match today. We also have our beast of the quarter. After nine games in, we are twenty five percent through the season. Uh, we're going to talk about that player. Very special award. First time we did it here on the Napoli Rams first season. Uh, we're going to talk about some pessimists, some optimists, some optimists, and, uh, and everybody in between. Uh, we got victorless victories today, uh, scoring all these goals, winning all these games without our star striker, Victor Ozan. I mean, it's crazy. Um, but let's get to the game, guys. Napoli defeat Cremonese again. Four to one here. Kind of, uh, man, it was kind of a... a I don't know if it was the brightest game we had, Rafa. Uh, okay. how, do you, how did you feel kind of overall? I mean, listen, I'll take the win. I don't care. Ugly, sure. beautiful, wins a win, and I'm taking it. But it wasn't quite the same performance as we saw over the previous games. And I think we're spoiled a little bit now. I think that's it. I think we're spoiled. Uh, I think the way we uh, – yeah, listen, it was a slow start against a team that uh, only has three points. But you can see, uh, for those who watch the league, you know, pretty pretty regularly, Cremonese is, is, is probably one of the tougher sides to play against uh, with not a lot to show for it. You know, uh, those three points come uh, in uh, in three draws. They still haven't had their, their win yet. But um, – Napoli started the match. Uh, let's not forget, you know, without uh, Pieter Zielinski. So we had a, a little bit of rotation yesterday. Uh, um, it was uh, was an uglier first half than I'd like to have seen. But, um, you know, we drew the foul for the penalty kick. And uh, that kind of set the tone for uh, the rest of the half there. Did you think – I mean, it, it- – we're going to talk about this. I want to talk about. We'll, we'll talk a little bit later about s- s- some of the energy of of the players. But mm-hmm. were you worried at all? Yeah. No, no, no. I wasn't worried um, per se. Um, I was kind of like looking at the seventieth minute. Hey, actually, here, here you go. This was south to shake that it's tied in the seventieth. And we are 100% dropping points anxiety <laughs> that Napoli of years past has wired into me. Uh, that's where I kind of felt like, okay, I'm looking at like, okay, we can't, like, here's a golden opportunity. Atalanta, Udinese, Udinese, Atalanta ended 2-2 after Atalanta went up 2-0 on the road. Udinese comes back to tie it. And it was like, here, like, here you go. Here is first place alone on a silver platter. And I was like um, Sal, where I was a little worried come the latter stages of the game. But honestly, 
not very worried. Uh, Cholito was in, and um, I kind of I kind of felt it coming. I, at least one more goal. I didn't think we'd end on a four one. Like you know, the 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 final score is a little flattering to the performance, you know. But listen, uh, they can't all be, uh, you know, eighty five percent possession, seventy eight shots, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, they can't all be one beautifully and wrapped up in the first half. You know, uh, Ramani came really close in the in the first like two minutes and rattled the post. Oh yeah, it would be crazy if that went in. Um, but but again, it was job done. Listen, sometimes you got to go to these unexpected places where it's difficult. Napoli historically, by the way, uh, in league play has never beaten Cremonese at. In Cremona, at the at the the stadium Ser- that they're in, called, yeah. No, I think it's ever. I'll have to go back and check. I'll have to go back and check. It might be for like ever in league play. I, I know. I was working on an article to write, and um, it just I just didn't have enough time to finish it. And I did a little bit of research. It might have been overall league play. I could be wrong, but definitely Serie uh, Napoli has never gone to Cremona or, and won the match. Not even in the Maradona days. Like, it's pretty crazy. Yeah, Maradona's Napoli couldn't be Cremonese on the road. At home, they did. But um, actually, there was one year where Diego Maradona's uh, Napoli ended up having to play Cremonese in Monza, and that's a trivia question right there, guys. Uh, Monza, Monza's stadium, the, the Brigatore, I forgot what it's called too. I got to get up on these new stadiums in Serie A, mm-hmm. but Monza's current grounds, their stadium, um, the first action Serie A that it's ever seen was Cremonese Napoli in the eighties. Uh, it wasn't even a Monza game. So, so their, their first home game this season was technically not the first yeah, game it has it had hosted, which is pretty fun. Um, but yeah, it was a Cremonese Napoli game, and that ended one one. Maradona scored. Um, oh, so yeah, so yeah, yeah. Uh, you can look it up. Uh, it's it's there. You'll find it somewhere. Uh, but yeah, I mean, like the the energy was so so. Again, we had Ndombele in there in the first half, so maybe it was a little different than what we've seen. Um, you know, not much turnover, and we'll get into that later. But I, I, I don't know if I really was too worried. Like I did start to like, like you know, like Sal said, I did start to get the, the jitters of, oh, okay, well, at best we'll all we'll be tied with Atalanta again, and one point behind Udinese, and then here comes Lazio today, and Milan won, and it was like, oh boy, but job done, job I- done. Rafa, you know what? We we were in this position before this season where we either were down a goal or we didn't score. We weren't sure it's going to happen. Now, one can probably look back to Fiorentina and Lecce and be like, whoa, it was right there. But I, right mm-hmm. after that, we didn't really see it anymore. Uh, personally, I was not a 100% satisfied with the starting 11 as far as what's what who Spalletti chose to, chose to start. Uh, mm-hmm. I wanted to see a couple other players. Now we saw Indombele out there, and I do like Indombele, and I think he's grown. He won. Be- we gave him beast of the match in a Champions League game. Uh, I think he's doing some great things. But is starting for them? I don't think he's quite there yet. But to be quite honest, um, 
I wasn't as worried because I am confident now in this bench. I am 100% confident in this bench that if Spalletti needs to change things, it's going to get changed and we're going to produce a result. And I mean, three goals later, you saw what happened. Okay. Mm -hmm. Those two goals came in the 90th minute. One could say maybe Cremonese had the air knocked out of them a little bit. But the fact that we're attacking, attacking, attacking to the last minute, and we're there to kind of like step on their throats and put this game away and put that nail in the coffin says a lot to me. That kind of stuff gives me confidence. Mm-hmm. All right. And and we'll probably even get into that in the later segments, uh, 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 Rafa. And and to me, it's valid. To me, it's all valid. And and look, they come onto the field. They change the game. I was like, all right, in the belly starting. All right, at some point during the game, Spalletti's gonna put in Zelinsky and he's gonna put in Simeone, and we're gonna we're we're just we're gonna end the game right there. And we did. And I mean, not you know, I don't wanna like you know toot my own horn. Unfortunately, I was at work, so I didn't get to speak a lot in the Discord or or kind of not even on Twitter. I barely tweeted this weekend, but right. I was confident that we would turn this game around. I was like, we're not losing against Cremonese, no way. And I, I know it's tough being at home, uh being in their stadium, but I'll be honest, man. I, I was, I was, uh, I was a little. Uh, I was fine. I was fine. I wasn't worried. Yeah. I'm, I'm as calm as they are right now on the field. I feel like, right? Because even when they conceded, uh, even when they couldn't put a ball in the net, they, they don't, they don't play panic ball, man. And 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 they're confident in each other that if they can't get it. In the first 60, 70 minutes, they'll get it in the last 30 minutes or, the, you know, or the last 25 minutes or something like that. So overall, overall, it was a pretty good – it was a decent performance. I want to talk about Palatano, Lozano, Rafa, uh, Rafa a little bit um, because I think there was – I saw a difference. I see a difference sometimes when I, – I think Palatano is a hard worker, but – he he feels like Insigne on that on on that side where he kind of does this one trick. I know he's banging in a couple penalties and he's helping us. I know he's putting in a lot of minutes and he's working hard. But I you know Lozano catches so much shit. And I think Joe Bianco said it best in the Discord. And I agree with this statement. He was like, you know, they're not two all-star right wings. They're 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 not two all-star players. They're good enough. And they do the job good enough, and that's good enough for him. And and I totally agree. So P- Palatano could do great things, but I like Lozano. He adds this 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 speed, and he crosses a lot, and he mm-hmm. he creates a lot of chances, you know. And and that was reciprocated, as you can see, by Simeone to Lozano, where Lozano got a goal. Well, from Cavada, it started with Simeone, and then later on in the game, Simeone almost had another assist to Lozano. So I don't know. I, I I again I was I, I don't think Liz Palatano shouldn't have started. I don't mean that because I know Lozano started the game prior, but you know, kill that I think let's kill the combo. They're both two pretty decent players and they both provide two different styles of play for that side, and so be it. You know? And I don't yeah. think the money money matters, whatever we paid. Whatever we paid, we no. paid. That's that's ADL's business. It's for that's ADL to worry about. I, I we don't... want to see results. I don't have a problem with either of the two starting uh, because off the bench, both of them are, are assets as well. You know, I, I we saw Lozano get the start against uh, Ajax. Now, a lot of people might attribute 
that to, well, two things. Maybe, you know, obviously Politano's playing a lot, so maybe they needed a little bit of a rest. He picked up a, a small knock, I think, against Torino. I think he just kind of came off a little little limpy, right? And mm-hmm. then, um, so Lozano getting the full 90 against Ajax, who he's uh, accustomed to. You know, he played with PSV Eindhoven a few seasons and actually won a title with them, you know, over Ajax. So he's very accustomed to the Eredivisie. He's very accustomed to the style of play Ajax has, which usually never changes whether they, you know, whatever personnel is at the helm or whatever players are on the field. Their style of play doesn't normally change a lot. So Lozano being on that right wing was sort of a, a you know, an asset Napoli had to their uh, uh, arsenal, you know. Um, the fact that Politano got the start this time, I'm not, I'm not opposed to that either. I, I think he's playing really well, you know, he's playing good enough to warrant these starts. And, um, you know, I don't think he had, I mean, foot mob gave him man of the match. Um, but I don't know if he had a man of the match performance. I mean, he got the goal for the, you know, the, the yeah, party. he got two now, I think from foot mob, even Cavada got an 8.0. I don't, yeah. I mean, yeah, Cavada did all right, but I don't think he did 8.0. All right. I mean, the no, I, mean I, I, I would, I would argue that Cavada did have a man of the match performance. Um, you know, the, 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 I mean, drew the, the penalty the, fine, but he what drew else? The penalty and he's drawing penalties, uh, but also I think he's the, got like the, five or something this season or something. Dude, like that. But then the assist, the assist to Lozano for the, for the third goal, you know, Fair. I mean the most unselfish play I've seen, you know, him and Ossiman actually Ossiman's it, it looked a lot like Ossiman Lozano. You know, because of, of of two years ago where Lozano and Osiman really hooked up really well. Mm-hmm. You know, there was a lot of passing, unselfish play. And um, um, honestly, I, I, I'm okay with the starting lineup. I was okay with it. Actually, I was really happy with it, you know, contrary to how you felt about it, Ralph. Mm-hmm. I was real happy with the starting lineup. Now, now Ndombele got the start. Maybe we could have seen Elmas get a start instead. But Ndombele got the start because I'm not mad at Ndombele. No, nah, but I'm not mad at starting. I'm not either. But but I I maybe would have liked to see Elmas get a few minutes too. For Cavada, um, maybe or nah, f- maybe for Ndombele to put him in in Zelensky's and that like Zelinsky spot. Okay. Yeah, yeah, to see how that goes. But at the end of the day, that starting eleven, you know, Zelensky picked up a, a, a an injury against Ajax. Uh, was it against that? Yeah, it was against Ajax. Um, and that's why he was—he wasn't going to start. But um, I think that the the fact you listen—he could have started Sidigu, he could have started Ostigard, he could have started even Juan Jesus if he wanted to, you know. And and again, we're getting ahead of ourselves. But yeah. as far as a starting lineup goes, I found it as a signal of intent by Spalletti. Like even though this is Cremonese, it's on the road, and they're a tricky team. It could be tricky on the road. He he knew that with basically a point, a point against Ajax could essentially wrap up the group. It could essentially wrap up the group. A point against Ajax, a win would definitely knock the group out. Like we're we're advancing with a win, hundred percent, right? So I think he had the intent of yo, we're we're gonna go for this league as well, like. Why not? Just fine, but this was the same 11 that basically started the game prior. They're probably going to be the same 11 
that's going to start on Wednesday. Ralph, I'm I okay mean, with it. I'm okay. If they're okay to I'm play, not. Look I'm at Rahmani. Okay Rahmani got, you know, I mean, okay, maybe it's Monday, Monday, whatever, quarterback and whatever the hell they say. But I was from Monday the night in this case. Monday right? night, whatever. <laughs> right. Monday night quarterbacking or, or hindsight 2020, whatever cliche bullshit. But fuck that. I said in the Discord that, y'all, Rahmani could use a break today. Put an Ostagard. Put an Ostagard. Sure. Why not? Sure. Why not? The guy sure. won Beast of the Match in his first appearance. Put him in. But I don't think break. he. But I don't think he's out for that long. And again, we have the depth. We have Ostigard. But you got to use it. We have the depth, Rafa. But we got to use it. We're not. We yeah, but I think I think we're going a little ahead of ourselves. I think we're getting a little ahead of ourselves. I think, I think. Look at what happened when we rotated heavily. We dropped points on the road. Fine, Dina, which is fine. Dina, fine. But then we dropped points to Leche too. You know. So, I. True. I, I I, I well, one was the I'm, big one was the big role. I think that was against Lecce was the big. Le, no, I'm Lecce sorry, Lecce, Lecce. My apologies. Yeah, it was against Lecce yeah. with the big. We started Endombele. We started Elmas. We started uh, who else? We had Raspadori, who was in quite in form as he is now. Right. So yeah, I, I I get it, but I didn't want like six people. I really wanted like one in each department. I wanted Ostergaard to start. I wanted Endombele to start, and I also wanted Cavada to get a break. Believe it or not, and and. As far as Palatano and Lozano, either one would have worked fine for me. And then maybe Simeone gets a start. But one other player that I really wanted to see was Gaetano and even Sirigu. Mm -hmm. Maybe Sirigu could have got a game. But I get you said this last week, Rafa, about keeping Moret in form and let him, you know, confidence. Okay. It's it's not no. even form, it's confidence, man. You but, that's your number one. Yeah, you but, know, you got to go with him, you know. But that's fine. But putting in Sirigu to play against Cremonese, I don't think should hurt his confidence. I think maybe he could have taken a moment to sit on the bench and cheer on Sirigu, just like Sirigu cheering on everybody but here, else. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. Give him, give him a moment. You have now, now listen, we have got to establish a lead in this in this table we have to establish it so i think the intent of putting out the starting 11 that we did was we're coming for this lead we want to make it a big lead and once we have that lead and you know maybe in you know when we come back from the break or right before the break i'm going to pull up the schedule right now maybe maybe that's when we go with Sirigu. maybe that's when we start ostigard a little bit more once we wrap up the champions league listen there's a scenario in which if we win this weekend and uh, – or, the, or the, I'm sorry, this week, uh, Wednesday against Ajax at the, at the Maradona, you know, all we would need is one point to win the whole group against Rangers. And then the final match at Anfield against Liverpool, we could play the whole kids. Hashtag play the kids. We could start Gaetano. We could start all these guys. Like there's a real chance that that happens. Now – you know, when we come but, to, you know. But you don't think Gaetano against Cremonese would have been great considered he played for them last season. He was one of their it, best it, players. It, I mean, it would have, it would have been, it would have been. But again, we I mean, he didn't even come out, Rafa, but he didn't but, even, he didn't even get, he didn't even come off the bench. I mean, okay, we didn't, we, we, we had listen, two we, changes in the 80 something minute, and one of them was an injury. But, but listen. But we have to establish a lead first, Ralph. We're playing with fire if we start experimenting right now. Now, I'm not saying that the players that are on the bench are experimental players. What I'm saying is you have to go with what's working, mm -hmm. even if it's going to cause one or two muscle strains, injuries. You know, I did see Fili de Vesuvio say that the, the, the injury to um, – Rahmani doesn't wasn't it had nothing to do with fatigue. It was a, you know it was a, a a strain. 
listen, it, it's going to happen. This is sports. This is why we have depth. But we have got to establish a lead in this. In this, dude, we, our our schedule yeah, gets tough. It's Atalanta, Empoli, Udinese before we go, and fair, and those are the top teams. Fair enough, you know Rafa. I mean? Fair enough, yeah. Rafa. But but the fact that again, I got called I, at the very least. At the very least, give me Ostigard to play for Rachmani that day. Because look, I mean, okay, again, you can't predict Rachmani's injury, but it, it, it's like. You're 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 rolling the dice when you do something like that, and we speak about depth. Depth is not depth if we don't use it. I just, I just think this game in particular, sandwiched in between all these other games and the amount of output our players have been uh, have been producing, I just think this would have been a good fit to rest the defense. Ajax, maybe. Well, I mean, maybe he'll get the call for Ajax now. Ajax is a tough team. It's good to have a tough defender out there. I believe, like him and Min. If him and, and and Kim and Jay start, um, I'll be a little bit maybe I'll be a little bit more confident. I don't know, but either way, we take the yeah. lead. No, I understand. I understand maybe. what you're saying. I do. I do. I get it. But I also think that Spalletti substitutions have been working out really well. So when it comes to rotation, you know, he makes the odd sub at at halftime. You know, he makes the he's making earlier subs than normal. He is than the one past managers anyway. You know, mm. he, he's doing it. I think that as as long as this whole team is happy in the role that they're in, the only question I ever had was Lozano and his happiness. But look at the smile on his face this weekend. You know, he comes off the bench. He gets a goal. He almost got another goal. Unbelievable save by right. freaking Radu at the end. of Crazy. That Unbelievable, but that was that was um, amazing. Could have scored another goal, uh, you know. As long as everybody's happy in their role, look at Simeone. Simeone's coming off the bench to score, and he's smiling ear to ear. He's so happy he's an Napoli player. This guy was starting for Verona, starting every game for Verona, scoring seventeen goals, five goals a game here and there. And mm-hmm. he, you, you know, we have a guy who we went from a guy who came off the bench. Listen. Petania came off the bench and got us got us wins. He got us. I I can, a few I occasions, can literally yes. remember he got us wins. So Pet, Andrea Petania, on a few occasions in his stint with Napoli, is responsible for about nine to twelve points in Serie A for us. Right? Okay. Right. Pet, uh, 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 Simeone has come on and done it three times already this season. Once in the mm-hmm. Champions League and once you know once with. Uh, uh, you know, twice with with in Serie A. You know what I mean? It's already happened, and he's happy about it. He knows, like like I heard someone else. It might have been Joe Fischetti say these guys came to Napoli knowing, okay, this position is filled, that position is filled, that, but they still wanted to come to Napoli. So when when Simeone comes off the bench instead of starts, I don't think he minds because no. hey, I'm gonna come in and be a factor in this game. And it's a lock, basically. So, you know, I understand what you're saying when it comes to starting lineups. But I think the starting lineup is just like for pride and honor. Uh, These guys are going to come in and make a difference. I don't think it matters whether they start or not. You know what I mean? So uh, uh, that's just my way of saying, you know, I'm not as affected as you were with with the lack of rotation. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. 
we got two sides here. But who do you think yeah. your beast of the match was, guys? We're gonna do it. We have our beast of the match of the Kamenezi game. Um, we also have the beast of the quarter, a new thing, a new segment that we're introducing. We are nine games in, we are 25% through the season. Uh, and and Ralph and I decided to let's let's pick a beast of the quarter. Let's 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 judge these nine games and think who is that player that really stood out this quarter. We'll have four of these, I guess, right? Uh throughout yeah. the uh throughout the uh season maybe we'll even do one we'll see how the champions league goes we'll see who's the beast of the of our cl campaign as well we'll see how that goes but uh but for now beast of the match i want to give everybody uh, a second to respond and while you respond i'm reading johnny Ayuchi's comment here because because i'm reading it i have to admit you guys i was wrong i can't believe how fast kavada and kim have adjusted to the sedia a Great call by you guys early in the transfer season. You got a heart there, Johnny. Uh, to say, to stay calm, to to say, stay calm, and we'll be good. Well, thank you, Johnny. We 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 accept this uh, this uh, uh, compliment uh, to us. Yeah, but we yeah, do. we're we're like we're like we're like the optimists of the Napoli English world here. So well, and 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 really quick, Ralph. I guess before we we announce the beast, let's. Let's let's touch on let's touch on that um, um, tweet that I had mentioned to you in private, you know, and, and the fact that mm -hmm. the fact the fact that there are some pessimists and optimists. I know you wanted to hit that mm -hmm. in as a, as a subject, but since Johnny came in and, and made that uh, that that you know comment over there, I wanna I wanna reference a tweet that I put out saying that you know well, Rob, when I, I what, tweeted out Rob that that was a segment so. Hold on. Oh, to we want to go through the whole segment. Okay, we'll go through. The yeah, whole. I, I want to let's do the piece of the match and we'll Johnny, talk about. It. Yeah, since we we just maybe Johnny I should have held that one. Maybe I should. That's held okay, Johnny. Johnny. Hold on, we'll get to that. Hold on we'll to that. To we'll that we'll get to that. All right, <laughs> but uh, guys, let's do the beast of the match and then we'll do the beast of the quarter, Rafa, and then we'll get into the. We'll address okay. the uh, we'll, we'll we'll address the pessimist man. Uh, here we go, guys. Here we go. There he is, guys. Giovanni Simeone, man. Beast of the match. Beast. First beast. First beast. I, I, so I was watching the game, and listen, Kim had a great performance out there. He was one of my noms. Cavada, uh, despite him not being as present in this game as the others, I, I still think it's beastly what he was doing. And uh, no, no way, Gilberto says. Yo, listen, this guy flew in the air and knocks in the game winning goal now he's he he's done it he's got what i think like four goals three four goals already off the bench he is helping to close games he had the pass to assist he set up that play that that beautiful little like chip over the cavada that went to lozano for a goal he almost set up lozano for another goal his attitude on the pitch is just infectious he runs through the milan locker room excited he kisses his tattoos during champions league scoring his first goal this dude is so excited to be on this field it's contagious you can't even ken on twitter was 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 talking about him saying you, you know how he gives him the chills and i totally agree mm -hmm. I, this guy he gets on and he and he does things man and he, he and it's 
I don't know. I, I I just like him. I like what he brings to the team, not just goals, but just his attitude, his 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 work ethic, um, his toughness, and that goal was gorgeous, man. And and you know, it, it's a testament to what's been happening for Napoli late in the game when we need to get a result and mm -hmm. he is a big part of it you know you can call it the second team if you want whatever 1a 1b but he is a part of that and he's been helping us seal the deal towards the end of the game rafa what'd you think i'm with you when it comes to the beast of the match obviously we we end up agreeing on who the beast is that's for sure i do want to shout out kim i think kim is getting I, I mean, he's been runner. up. I think if we're going to call runner up of the quarter, I think, <laughs> I think it would be Kim. Um, uh, but Simeone for me was just, I mean, listen, you get, you asked the guy, this is the perfect scenario, right? This is the scenario that we all saw play out in our heads when Simeone was even just discussed as coming to Napoli. Like, like, uh, like when Simeone was just a thought and when Simeone, the rumor, and then that became a little true. And then it became all he only wants Napoli. When we, well, before we actually signed him, this is what we saw. Like, oh my gosh, can you imagine Cholito Simeone coming off the bench and winning games for Napoli on a regular basis? And this is mm -hmm. what's happening. So in right. this match, that's what happened. I think he deserves it because of the goal. And like you said, because of the play to the assist to Kvada for, for Lozano. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, I think I think I know why Gilberto said no way. I think he's going to or Lozano. Uh, he's going to go Lozano, and I think that's a fair shout too. I'm going to give fair him shot. a little bit of love. Gil Gil for some reason thinks I got this thing against Lozano, which I don't. No. I don't even want to support Lozano that. here. We, Gil we doesn't. Lozano Gil, Gil, you see, Gil Gil is is a Napoli guy, but he's not really on Napoli Twitter, right? So he doesn't know the battles that we have to go through with yeah. the whole. Lozano Politano fight that happens that no one here really cares about Listen, near you. Raf, uh, Gilber Gilberto, I'm sorry. Quick, let me address you. L Lozano did. First of all, we support Lozano here. We support every player in Napoli here. Number one, we have nothing against anybody, including no. Moret. Uh, well, now, <laughs> but understand that yeah, Lozano, Lozano, right now, Lozano is Gil's favorite keeper, by the way. Yeah, uh, there you go. <laughs> Moret's everybody's favorite keeper. Last but, uh, season, he just kept saying, put Moret in. Put Moret put in. Moret in. <laughs> but listen, Lozano, understand, I don't want to say has been struggling, but he's had a difficult time trying to find the back of the net lately. He had a few missed headers, a few missed kicks. Simeone helped get him back into the game, mm -hmm. and that to me is beastly. Not that Lozano didn't have a performance. I mean, Lobotka, Lobotka had a crazy performance. Kim had a crazy performance. Uh, even Cavada, in some 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 instance, had had a pretty great performance that was slightly beast. He definitely gets a nom. But the the beast of the match is the person that really, you know, kind of like up by the scruff of the neck. Yeah, it, it's not it's not it's know? not a stat. Like yeah, he scored the goal, but that's not why he won. It's his presence on the field. Yeah is why he won beast of the his bad. demeanor his demeanor I know composure that off for that because i think they came on at the same time practice i think they did come on the same time well, no, no, but no, no, no. i he think came they came on for dumbele simeone came out for in dumbele and then he did, you're right. no, Lozano and came Jelinski in came on after. with Jelinski. that's true but still yeah. that's when it all started and, no, but and their styles complemented each other very well i liked seeing lozano and 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 um 
Quada on the on the wings, man. With with Cholito in the middle, whoo, 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 whoo. come on, dude. That's I'll take something. It. Take it all day long. That's a, all that day just long. gave me the chills. Forget it. I tweeted too about him. I said, listen. I, I said, I said, I'm. I words can't express how happy I am to have this guy on my team. Yeah. Like like, this is the guy. I think I'm telling you that's gonna post Ossiman take us to another level. That's what I think. I think so too. Um and and just the the overall embrace of everybody. Mm-hmm. I, I it's it's I'm yeah, noticing more everybody, and more. when other yeah. teams kind of walk off, these teams are high, especially like Raspador. You see, he's just kind of high five and everybody. Good play, good mm-hmm. play. And and get this. Shout out to Omar Oktogba, who was one when after the last Champions League game, was one of the only reporters in the whole world. To talk to Napoli, and he talked to Simeone, and he asked because he asked about with 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 Victor gone, how is the team? You know what what is the mentality of the team? And Simeone had responded that we're not looking to be better than each other. We're all here to help each other out, and that that I think is going to be the line of the season for this team. Is just a bunch of guys trying to win, helping each other out. We saw it. I mean, we'll, we're going to get into a couple more of these stats, but I want to talk about the beast of the quarter office since, 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 since we're here, it's a new segment. It's exciting. And then we're going to address the, the later, um, the, the later topics guys, but beast of the quarter, who do you think it was? Uh, you know, did you have a completely different person that we chose from these past nine games? Or I should really say, 12 games because we include the, the the three from champions league you know did you pick someone that we chose did you pick somebody completely different who is your beast of the quarter i want to know put it in the chat guys put it in the comments the audio listeners uh uh if, if you want let me know but here we go let's give it to him got a new graphic for it too it's gonna be awesome awesome sauce here we go Here he is, guys. Frank Anguissa, beast no of the doubt quarter, about it. without a doubt in my mind. Oh, no man. doubt about it. No doubt about it. He's been – I don't even know if I could say he's been our best player. There's so many people that we can talk about being our best player. This guy has been an absolute freaking monster. Never mind beast. He's been a monster. Yeah. Zambo Anguissa – he earned two Serie A beasts from us and a Champions League beast. So that's three. Yeah. Um, so uh, I think it was the game against Fiorentina and then the game against Torino for yes. Serie A. And then it was the Liverpool match where he got the Liverpool match. Us, right? All yeah. three. Yeah. Just, a, just he, an absolute. He had two fit, against Torino. Yeah. Just a phenomenal. A phenomenal signing. I mean, when you think about it, he is a new signing this season. You know, he was on our team last year as a, you know, as, as a part of a loan deal. Uh, we pick up the option on him, and it was the best move we could have made because this guy is absolutely boss the midfield. Um, I think the question is, when does he get a rest? You know what I mean? This guy is, is a machine. Him and Lobo right did now. play 90 minutes last game. Yep, yep. When does he get a rest? They have been absolutely workhorses. All of all of them. The whole midfield. Lobotka, Angisa, Zielinski, 
for me, it's the midfield in Europe, you know, for me. And Anguissa just heads that. Yeah. A lot of people are seeing Laboca in here. Now, mind you, uh, Laboca has been the quarterback for this team, without a doubt. Uh, what he has provided uh, for, for us as far as controlling the ball has been pivotal in in our defense in our in our midfield rather and you know if i had to pick like man of the quarter maybe i'd give it to lobotka oh sure beast of the quarter goes to frank and and for me one of the a few of the the reasons that i picked frank was was he provided something this season that he didn't provide last season that he has been really trying has been really working on. I saw it in preseason this season. I'm like, and that's his offense. Forget the fact that he's mm -hmm. a dispossessing machine in the midfield. He's tough as nails. He has tracked back to help Di Lorenzo more than a number of times so mm -hmm. far this season already what he's done to come back to, to track back and to help the defense it goes so unnoticed because it's so quick that it's it's you know it's it's mind-boggling but what i said latin i remember saying this last season rafa was man once this guy starts providing an offense he is going to be one of the best players in and said, yeah, I know there was a big debate. I was watching IFTV last, you know, a few days ago, and they were talking. They were kind of, they put, get this, they put Frank on Guisa side by side with SMS, you know, like Ooh. who's better, you know, and I think it's a coin toss, but I, I'm, I won't get into that debate. But the fact is, is that he gets into that debate now. Um, he has scored more goals now this season than he has in his whole career. I believe he scored a couple goals when he played in Spain. Um, the fact that he has added this element to his game to me is beastly because Lobotka, listen, Lobotka was probably beast last season. Probably could have got a couple quarters last season. Mm -hmm. You know, the, the, how he changed under Spalletti compared to Gattuso was nothing short of amazing. Everybody talked about Lobotka and he has cemented his, his beastliness in our hearts in this team. But Frank, I mean, Frank, kind of did the same thing last season too i mean like what he did on defense force what he did like coming out there i think he got beast of the match his first game if i remember correctly he did against juventus yes yeah. yeah i mean incredible but the fact now he's not only is he scoring goals providing assists setting up plays dispossessing helping on these this man has been a force in the midfield he's doing it all beast of the quarter without a doubt but Listen, he's uh, part no, of the best midfield in City Ah. Yes, it. yes, yes. Beast of the quarter. Last season, he had a, a little bit of inconsistency. If you watch this team up and down, left and right, you know, the problem with the team was a bit of inconsistencies. We don't see that this season. We don't see that from him. Someone put it in here, and it's true. Joey Carbs put it. Zombo hadn't had a bad game to date. He said, mm -hmm. you know, and, and it's true. It's true. He hasn't had a bad game yet. This mm -hmm. guy, he is, like you said, added the, the offense to his game too. I think he's getting more confident in himself mm -hmm. to take these shots, to take these uh, opportunities, you know? Yeah. Like he had a couple opportunities last season. It was okay. You know? But this guy now has a lot of 
confidence to go up to goal and try to score. Mm-hmm. You know, and you just got to get him a few a few opportunities and he'll get it in. And we we all kind of felt that, right? Yeah. We kind of felt once Angisa starts scoring, it's over. Right. You know, but, you know, again, he just has the whole midfield has reacted so well to Fabian's yeah. departure to Zielinski's rumored rumored sales. You know, uh, there was a lot going on in the midfield. Are we going to keep Gaetano? Are we going to sell Gaetano? Are we going to keep this guy? Are we going to keep that guy? You know, um, I mean, listen, and 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 here's the th- here's the thing: is that we have backups. You know, we have Elmas that can come in, and Dombele we that can come in. We still have Diego Deme. Let's not forget Diego Deme is still chilling with us somewhere. Mm-hmm. You know. He, he's still recovering from injury from the preseason. We have the depth here, and I think Angisa is just a lot more confident in that, knowing that, listen, like, like I'm going to have a beast game. If one of these guys isn't, someone else is going to come in, and we're going to take take care of this situation. He's he's wins balls. He wins duels. He wins aerials. He he. Is not afraid to go one on one. He wins balls back. He wins ball, like I said, aerials. He 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 tracks back, like you said. He helps out on defense, and now is moving forward. There's no other option for me. Frank Angisa, beast of the quarter. Beast I mean, quarter. you could think about Minjay. You could think about Kvada. They both got you know their first man, you know, a player of the the month awards in the first two months. It's pretty unprecedented that two new players to the league won two straight, you know, player of the month awards. And that's all fine and well. But when it comes down to who is getting dirty down in fouled, you know, not giving up a lot of fouls. He's got one yellow card all yeah. season. Like th- that's a defensive. He's in, he's a defensive midfield. He's supposed to be a guy who's physical, gritty in your face Win a ball back. You stole a ball from me. I'm stealing it right back from you. Uh, you know, he's supposed to be, you know, a, a a a brute force in the midfield. And he's only got one yellow card. That's beastly for me, man. Yeah. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. No, it is. Uh, 8.5 games, by the way, he has played in total for in our Serie A. Mm-hmm. Plus, I think, almost all of the Champions games. So, uh, Carmelo had a great question. Well, Michael Ronaldo, quick. Uh, no mention. Cavada. Cavada has been getting so much attention. I think part of it is be- it's easy for goal scorers to get attention, but he he has been he he won a beast of the match. Uh, he has been beastly for this team without a doubt, Cavada. But I feel like he's getting so much shine, and Zamo's getting next to nothing. That it, it's unfair almost because Here's Zamo's the thing. doing so much work in the midfield. Man, he's doing so much work and low ball too. I mean, it's like. You know who do you who do you choose? You know, but I, I you know, considering Kvada for, for me, it's there are some games where he's not as a, much of a protagonist as he is in others. I'm not saying that I'm, you know, I'm not giving him shit about it. You know what I mean? He's he's definitely, you know, a a factor. And a, and a significant upgrade when it comes to him and Insignia, for sure, 100%. Mm-hmm. And I did mention him probably after you made that comment. I did mention him saying that he's – for him to come in and win player of the month, first month in Serie A, that's pretty impressive. But I think Angisa 
just has been there every game the whole step of the way. There has not been one, you know, it, it seems like he hasn't even had a bad touch. You know, it's just, yeah. it's just, it's, it's, it's so, it's so um, obvious and evident that how good he's playing that, you know, the CBS champions league guys are picking up on it. You know, it, they're, they're finally starting to pick up on it. And, that's a that's a good sign, you know. He's getting world recognition. Honestly, I'm gonna read a question. Uh, maybe we'll, we'll see what the chat thinks. I want to, you know, get an order. Then I want to move on, Rafa. We'll spend five minutes on the next topic, and then we'll get into the main rant, mm-hmm. Rafa. We're getting close to the hour mark. We got to be out by an hour. Lobo, uh, Carmelo uh, Frazetto, all the way from Austria. Yazi, 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 tells us, asks us. Lobo Cop and Frank, both beasts of the quarter. Completely agree. The question is, if one of them is missing, who do you feel is more missed? I feel Lobotka, he is vital for us to succeed. This is a hard question, man. And that's why I'm I'm throwing it out there. You know, whether we answer it now, later, or whoever, just, but it's out there. Yeah. You know, no, especially I, guys I, on the replay, we get so many replays. Please answer this question yeah. in the replay. Answer this question. It's a Engage great in there. Engage in the replay yeah. on YouTube. Go on yeah, our no. Twitter. Go on the show, you know, the post of the show. Talk about what you heard, you know. We'll post the Beast of the Matches. We have the thread that's pinned on our Twitter account, Beast of the Match. Tell us why you think he's not. Tell us why you think he is. What happened, you know, what what, you know, what, what your opinion is. I really like this question that Gil asked uh, or, or this comment that Gil made too. So, Carmelo, yeah, we'll, we'll get to that soon because I, at this time, I really don't know. That could spark a whole another debate. Maybe we have yeah, to yeah. wait to see. see That's it, next. It Join us on next week's yeah. episode. But yeah, Gil answer right us here. and we can make a thing. I, I put this up. I don't think this is a question. I think this is a rhetorical no. question, Rafa. It is. Who do you choose when the whole team is showing up? Gil, the answer is we choose the whole team. Choose the you whole know? team. We did it once. We, we, we did it. Yeah, we did it for Ajax, bro. Ajax, the whole like Ralph and I were literally like, who gets this beast of the match? It's impossible. It was and we had just we had just talked about possibly. I think it was the last game again, the one before Ajax. Was that the Torino game? Yeah. Um, where we had said maybe we give beast to, uh, Spalletti and Juntoli. For, for some reason. It was ADL and Juntali. Oh, ADL. No, no, no. That was for the Champions League game, Rafa. Oh, was that for was the Champions like, League game? Yeah, but I, I I mean, they'll get theirs. They'll get no, theirs. No, no, but... yeah. But but the whole point is is that, like, who do you pick, you know? Who do you pick, right? Who do you pick? Even in this <laughs> We're game picking up our management. We don't know what to do anymore. Like, dude, <laughs> but even in this game against Cremonese, like, like who do you pick? They, ha- they all had a pretty lackluster first half. Second half was... You know, a little tight. We gave up the goal in the in the second half. You know, it didn't look good. And then our subs came in, and boom, we're four one. Next thing you know, freaking Oliveira gets a goal. I mean, come on, Oliveira comes on for Marie and gets a goal. Unbelievable, unbelievable. I, I, yeah, we got we got we got our right backs assisting our left backs. This shit. Is yeah, Di Lorenzo oh. got an assist, and yeah, dude. I mean, here's here's a good shout right here. Uh, Johnny Aucci says, uh, "I would I would say." Uh, back on the Napoli train. I would say Frank Anguisa. Wink, wink. I would say Frank Anguisa, uh, uh, you know, responding to Carmelo's question. When we lost Alan to injuries and then we and then he left, we lost the physical side of us in the middle. Yeah, and you see true. how necessary it is to have a physical. That's 100% true. So That's 100% true. And he notes underneath his comment that we still do have Deme. Yeah. Um, 
you know, coming back soon. It's another yeah. addition to to the yeah. squad. You know, it's another addition. I think, and I think Gaetano can shady be a G stuff. We saw a little bit of yeah. that on the yeah. field. So I, it's Absolutely. like, well, does it matter? Everybody's great, but and 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 considering this, then we have to address the pessimists, the optimists, and somewhere in between, Rafa, because you know, I I'll be honest. Like, so I've read I've read this. Uh, when Patrick Kendrick the other day tweeted something, Rafa, and I, I wasn't offended. He was right, but I was mad that he was right. And I started texting a few friends in Napoli and like kind of giving shit to them. Uh, Patrick Kendrick said that our fan base was probably one of the most one of the most fickle. In, in, yeah. In Italy. And I and I yeah. and I I know we have great viewers here. Don't get me wrong. And I and I feel like everybody that engages with us has great opinions and they're they're able to be as balanced as possible but not every Napoli fan is like that Rafa and and to some extent I understand why to some I don't but I know you wanted to address something you wanted to read out a comment so I'm gonna let you and then I we'll did move, I did I talking about this so yesterday I sent a tweet saying that it's lonely at the th- they say it's lonely at the top and if that's true I like being alone so, um, you know, I posted a picture of the table of us sitting, sitting by ourselves, right? We're so lonely. <laughs> I have no body. <laughs> you might finish in fourth. <laughs> no, they might not finish in fourth. At that. But yeah. <laughs> moving moving on, thank you the the Dosset the, the Dos was it Dossel? Dos Dosset? Dossel? Tones of Ralph Bizarro. Uh, the the. <laughs> <laughs> if you're sleeping now, we understand. <laughs> um, so I wrote that, right? I mean, like, listen. And then I got some crap from a Milan fan saying, "Chill, long way to go. Still got to play Atalanta, Udinese, Juve, Roma, Inter." I said, "Well, if you watch Napoli play, I really can't see any of those teams getting max points from Napoli. I can't. I can't. We're standing there, and we're like, after this game, like, like, like." Cause I, I, you know, I made the comment Napoli, Napoli treble. <laughs> My cousin's like, whoa, chill, chill, chill. Um, but then I'm thinking to myself, like, think about it. What team in Italy can beat us right now? I don't think there is one, right? So, uh, uh, one of another Napoli. I he's a Napoli. Not Carmonese. So I'm not going. Yeah, I know. I'm not going to call his name out. If you go on my Twitter, you'll see who it is. I don't have an issue with this person. I, I just wanted to use his tweet. I will read the tweet to to sort of rant about this on the show, okay? So okay. he says, Napoli fans never learn, do they? A string, a few fantastic wins together and suddenly a shoe in for the league with most the season still to go. I hope you are right, of course, and I want to see Napoli win the Scudetto, but excitement needs to be kept in check. Now I say to you, fellow twi- tweeter, Napoli tweet. Have you been watching these games? Have you? Do you not notice something a little different about this team compared to other teams from the past? Even in the way we've won our first, you know, nine games or or seven games in draw two, as opposed to won our first eight, won our first eight in, in 2018, won the first you know, uh, unbeaten in the first 12-ish, right? 
have you not seen in the manner in which that we're beating these teams? If we if we get scored on first, we're coming back. Either we're coming back with a vengeance or we're coming back and we're winning by one. We're kicking, I mean, serious ass in the Champions League. And when I say serious ass, I mean Liverpool, who are the champions in 19, runners-up last season, and we beat them with ease. It could have been 7-1, okay? Then Rangers, on the road, after that whole thing with the Queen, no fans, no nobody had to change the day of the game. The, our psyche could, That is a game we could have definitely completely unraveled. And what did we do? We missed two penalty kicks in a row, right? And what did we do? We won 3-0. We came out and destroyed them afterwards. Yep. Games like yesterday. Games like yesterday. Cremonese. These are games that we, in the past, would have drawn. We already did it against Lecce. We did. We got it out of our system. We did it. Fiorentina, I'm not going to worry too much about. Fiorentina, even though they lost today 4-0 to Lazio, I'm not going to worry too much about Fiorentina. Fiorentina are a tough team. Vincenzo Italiano, he knows how to play our, 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 up, to our, up to our level. Nil-nil, fine. But have you been watching the manner in which we've been winning? We have, tw- was it 22 goals in the league? Most in the league. After nine games, we have 13 goals in the Champions League in three matches. 13 and against Rangers, who were runners-up to Europa League last season, I forgot to fail to mention, and, and Ajax, who are basically European royalty. How can you not be excited? You have the – now. Let, me, let I, me add to that, Rafa. Let me add to ahead. that, Rafa. 12 goal scorers and 22 goals in Serie A. We are above – we are first in that right – above Udinese, who has 11 goal scorers with 19 goals. I was checking. Uh, and then I think Lazio comes in third. Uh, eight goal scorers in Champions League. 13 goals. Unbelievable. Pretty damn good. Pretty damn good. Pretty damn good. And, oh, by the way, let me read to you what also we lead in Champions League. Uh, most penalties awarded. Highest rating. Most goals per minute. Uh, first in expected goals at 10.9. That's above Man City with Halan, the animal. Mm-hmm. Okay. We have the most in shots. We have the most chances created. And we have the most shots on target. Rahmani and Kim are in the top five most accurate passes in the league. Mario Rui is tied for fourth for most assists. We have right backs given left backs assists off the bench has been ridiculous. And we have one person who nobody even knew could barely say his name, who is, I think, first or second leading goals in the league or something like that with five goals in Cavada. So just a couple Dude, numbers. Oh, we're averaging 2.91 goals a game, right? And we're averaging 0.75 goals given up. Okay, that's our average right now. Mm-hmm. And it, it, you know, listen, listen. The 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 fact is, it's it's not even the goal. It's not even the goals for and against. It's not even that. What what it is for me is, it's it's the attitude. Again, the reason why I asked Ralph to 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 
to have this segment today after that tweet is because I'm telling you, please believe me when I tell you, I I live near and, and am family members with the most pessimistic person on planet Earth, never mind just Napoli, in all aspects of life. My cousin Dan is the most pessimistic, doesn't get his hopes up because he doesn't want to be disappointed, doesn't, doesn't agree with anything I say when I say anything positive. He doesn't. He really does. promise you guys, please believe me when I tell you I live with the most negative individual <laughs> in my I've ever met. Okay. And that applies when I, when it comes to Napoli, mm-hmm. he is even saying, Holy shit, Ralph. These are games we lose last season. These yep. are games we lose in the pre- previous. These are the games that we lose. Like it, it's, it's Gillis saying it's true. Not because of the, what I'm saying about them losing. He's saying it's true. Cause he knows Dan very well too. He's my partner. Yep. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, these th- these performances are not going to go unnoticed all season. Plus, plus, add to the fact that Milan are there not playing are. the way they usually do. Milan not playing the way we usually they usually do. Juve are down in what tenth, right? Uh, uh, Inter are in ninth. You know, right now the top t- top is Napoli, Atalanta, Udinese, and Lazio. No, Napoli. It's actually Napoli, uh, Napoli, Atalanta, Lazio, Milan, Udinese. Like, like, you guys have to understand that the the, the Roma is not doing their thing. Inter mm-hmm. are not doing their thing. Dybala just got hurt thing. now too. And now Dybala is hurt. And right. now is the chance. Now and Ralph, this goes back to what I what, what I mm-hmm. was arguing before with the with the whole rotation and lack thereof for Cremonese. The fact that Atalanta Udinese played each other. One, uh, two, and three, right? Atalanta tied with us for first. Udinese only one point away. The prospect of one of those teams, if not both, dropping points yesterday, Napoli had to start the lineup they started. They had to. They had to make that gamble. Against, it's, an, it's a sign of intent that Napoli are trying to win a freaking Scudetto. And, yep. it, and this is how it's going to happen. Um, uh, listen, nine games, this is, we're one quarter of a way through Serie A. I know everyone's saying it's early days, it's early days, but guess what? Blink an eye and it's going to be the halfway mark. Okay? Yeah. And we have games coming up before the World Cup. Before the World Cup, we have to play against we have to play against Roma, Atalanta, and Udinese. These are teams we have to play against before the World Cup. We want to establish that lead in Serie A before this World Cup break. If we can go into the World Cup break, with like a good six to seven point lead, I mean, and a lot less players that we have on our team going to the World Cup, it's looking pretty good. So that's my that's that's where I'm trying. The pessimists out there, please, please just consider that the fact that this is a different team with a different mentality that the the old guard is dead, it's gone. Wow. Uh, thank you, grazie. Dead and gone. Dead and yeah. gone. Sorry, Dead I'm singing it. Grazie, Kulibali. <laughs> grazie, Insigne. Grazie, Mertens. Grazie, Spina. Grazie, Fabio. But it's over. It's over. This is this is a new group that doesn't have that 
mentality of, oh, we bottled it that we that year. Oh, we bottled it last year. Oh, we but you can tell it on his face when he's taking a penalty and seeing it. You can tell it on his face. Oh, the whole weight of the world's on my shoulders. None of these players have the weight of the world on their shoulders, and it's showing. It's showing. Please stop with the negativity. I get it. I get it. We have battle scars. We're Neapolitan. We're passionate. We, we, we're superstitious. It's going to happen again. No, it's not. It's not going to happen this year. It's not going to happen. Rafa, I want to address one thing, and then I want to move on to the next topic, and maybe we'll do about five, ten minutes there, and then we add it. But here's the deal. I, I'm, I'm agreeing with what, what, what I'm reading in the chat and what I've read with certain comments on Twitter and Discord and all that. I get the scars. And, and one can say that we've kind of been in these positions before, and then we see things kind of fall off by the wayside there and i understand that and i think the pessimists are valid in in some instance to be like hey don't forget what happened last time and i think we should we should respect our history and understand what's going on but that's the thing because if you are a true Napoli fan and you've been watching this team even within the past 10 years you didn't even have to watch the whole adl era but just over the past 10 years you could see a significant difference with this team compared to most other teams you know maybe one can say the the best team maybe the last best team possibly was 2018 when we had the 91 point season whatever your opinion is doesn't matter right now but the point is is that when you get these different vibes and not only that but you see who who we now have look i rafa you called this couple couple episodes ago about if victor you know a year or two ago victor goes down at this moment napoli are dead in the water that has not happened all right uh adl trying to pinch pennies not letting people go or not buying the players supposed to play which did happen in the past at times all right he did pick up some players but a, a common theme that i usually hear is that he doesn't complete it he's he's missing that one thing maybe adl was trying his best with his method earlier and then maybe he figured out that hey maybe i gotta do a little bit more you see him going out getting more sponsorships you see him taking uh um this new step with the jerseys and i don't care if there's 13 14 jerseys it doesn't matter if they sell and it brings money into the coffers that's cool with me i'm a businessman I'm fine. I'm not going to buy all the jerseys, but people will, and that's fine. And now we're making them, and we're producing them, and it's cool, and they're Armani, and we're getting money for it. Is it the biggest money? No. Now he's pushing with Apple to try to get to try to try get that deal going on for the whole city, uh, for everybody to get money. And I've been pretty outspoken with saying, hey, I think ADL did hit his ceiling, but I think Seti A is not pushing theirs. So if Seti A can do their end of the bargain and meet in the middle somehow, boy, it, I, uh, it's beneficial not only for Napoli, but for all the teams. And, and and maybe it'll bring more money for all teams. And maybe we can make better moves because, you know, and, and maybe we, we don't see Italy becoming this or Serie A becoming this this, this farmer's team, this, this farmer's uh, kind of league now that, that you know, the EPL was going to buy all our players. They're going to buy Cavada. They're going to buy Kim. They're going to buy the – pump the brakes. Pump the brakes. We already saw a Botka in a verbal agreement with try, trying to extend his contract. I think they just did. I think they did. Fran, uh, let's they, see. they did Meret. They did Meret. You're going to see little Terbin. by little. Right. You're, and you're going to see these contracts more and more and more getting extended. All right. He reset. 
He's going to start extending. He's going to give Kabat and Kim time to prove. And once they prove themselves, he's going to offer him more money. He's going to put a bigger transfer fee. And they're going to stay for a few more years and help us produce something. And if not, we're going to get a boatload of money and just do this all over again. And we'll Dude, we've fine. already we're already got a boatload of money. Yeah. We won three Champions League group stage matches. Right. If right. you really think about that. I think we're at like that, 50 mil right now. Dude, so. that's more than the freaking Scudetto winner gets. Yeah. It's more. Mm. No, is it? It's I about, just said that. About, as well. Okay, so it's about. It's about how much does the Scudetto winner get? I think it's the, the first place is about like a hundred eighty, a hundred. I mean, a hundred million, eighty million. It depends because there's like weird historic rights that makes a difference. I don't know. It's all a bunch. Of, it's a bullshit equation. I'll tell you this: it's fifty percent less than what the EPL was making. So mm-hmm. you know. But I, I think overall, the, the general vibe of the team was different. We complain about a, a lot about mentality. That has changed. Even Spalletti has changed to some degree. I think he's been perfect politically. I think he's been flawless politically for the city, for this team. As an employee of De Laurentiis, he knows where to step and how to step. Uh, the, the market has been dubbed as genius, despite us being doubters. We're in an underdog position, and you know what? I think we needed it. I think... ADL needed a little bit of a smack in the mouth. He needed to say, hey, I'm going to change things. This is the first time ever that ADL has said, we're going to win a Scudetto. And I just kind of believe him. Or at least I believe what he says. Will we win it? I don't know. I'm not going to say that. I died on the hill last season saying we're going to win the Scudetto. So my body is dead on the hill. My spirit is flying away. I'm not going to call any Scudetto winners this season. I'm going to give myself like a, a, a season break because, you know, from what I said, we should have won last year. We tanked it. Why? Because we couldn't score goals. That's, I mean, cut it whatever way you want. Look at December. Look at April. We couldn't score. Cavada got hurt. We couldn't score. We dropped points. Crucial points. One game, two games was all the difference last year in order to win a Scudetto or not. And one can argue, okay, maybe Juve now is in a banter error. Inter is having these financial troubles. Milan restarted, and I think they're great. I like Milan. Roma you know, trying these different projects, maybe, I don't know, maybe they'll cut the mustard dish. I don't know. Now with the ball, I heard who the hell knows. But the fact is, is that you could tell if you really love this team, you notice them, you could tell visually they're different. But I am, I do understand that the people who don't want to take it there and who want to continue to be a pessimist based off of history. And I kind of understand that. And I said it, that we will never be valid and, and neither will ADL and all the work he's done until we win a Scudetto. I think it's the most important trophy for us right now. I mean, one can say Champions League, but I that that's I think that's overreaching. But uh, it's it's just it's good to see that all the things that we didn't like or we were worried about have now been somewhat adjusted, have now been working. And if we can continue with that throughout the season, man, it's going to be it's going to be a really really close call and I and I think Napoli should get its praise, but the fact, but overall, you know, this whole the whole A16. I I don't like this mentality coming from the other side. I don't like it. I understand why Napoli's all the way they are. You know, I listen to to Henry and and Michele, and I get why he says some of the things he says. Is but I feel like it's infectious in a bad way, and. And we need to kind of look at the little improvements that we're making year by year by year. We did this whole change up. Let's give it a shot. See where it takes us. I mean, we literally have nothing to lose. But to go online, to go on social media, one, to argue amongst each other and to put each other down. No, 
Stop it. Stop that bullshit. You, we, as Napoli fans, we cannot implode. All right. Everybody already hates us. If we start hating each other, it's a wrap. I said it. Support your local content creators. You got Joe. You got Dom. You got the Far From Vesuvius boys. Canon Kubanija. Support them. We can do it. This will be a grad. This is the beginning of a new era, in my opinion. I, I'm I'm predicting, and if maybe I'll be wrong, I don't know. But I'm gonna predict it. I'm gonna lend some optimism. I want to turn a new leaf. I want to start getting respect. When Patrick Kendrick is telling us we're fickle, and he's right because I respect the man. He's been on this show, and he's such a good dude. And he came out and defended Napoli. But for him to say that pissed me off. It pissed me off, not because of what he said was wrong, but what he said was right. And it's like chill. I know you're emotional. Try to keep some of your emotions intact sometimes. Don't spill it out. And if people are out there talking shit, let them talk their shit. All right? Maybe the newspapers don't want to talk about us. Fine. Don't talk about us winning. You know what you could talk about instead? Juve losing, Inter playing like shit. That's all the papers are now in Italy of how the top teams are playing like shit. Nobody's talking about how Napoli's doing good. You know what? Let's leave it that way. Let's stay in the shadows a little bit. Let's stay in the shadows of Vesuvius, all right? Let's let's paint this picture of how we're going to be a great team this season and, and, and see what happens. But overall, you can doubt. You can be calm. But I think the the the... The clashing between each other needs to stop. And I think the over-dramatization of certain things, maybe you can dislike ADL, maybe you can dislike certain things, but the you cannot completely shit on your own team. It's got to stop because we speak about mentality for the team. We need to speak about mentality for the fans, and we need to grow because if we want a big team, we need to be big team fans as well. And you have to accept some losses. You have to accept some shitty performances. But you also have to be brave and you have to you know support and leave your emotions you know go into the bathroom scream it out in the wall whatever but leave some of that at home leave some of that at home you don't have to spew everything or come in the rant and talk and let's talk about it you know which right. is your best right. <laughs> on every monday night at 8 30 thank you just just to clarify thanks for that rant i, I like that rant too but just to clarify really quickly um <laughs> Scudetto winners Inter made twenty three point four million in when they won theirs in twenty twenty one, right? Twenty twenty one, yeah. The twenty twenty one Scudetto winners Inter made twenty three point four million. Okay. Napoli has already earned eight point two eight point four million euro on their three wins in the Champions League. If they win. Uh, their next game it'll be twelve point uh, twelve point six, okay. And if they win that game, thus qualifying for the knockout rounds, they'll have already made twenty point nine million euro for Champions League in four in four matches essentially. So yeah, man, the money is the money is nuts. Yeah. The money is nuts. And that might be difference for ADL uh, Rafa. He's like, all right, if I if I spend this much and I do it wisely, I can get something out of this. And I think he finally understands I need I think to complete this team. What I, I think, think it was politics. What I think it he was convinced him I, to buy the players. Yeah, man. But I think it was also the fact that you know what. You take you take those COVID years where we were not in the Champions League, where we kind of dwindled. We had, took a little bit of a loss, right? ADL had to do what he had to do by dropping the salaries, yeah. right? 
getting this, relying on the scouts that are available, the resources that are available for him to bring in the players that he feels he needs. Once we got back into the Champions League, don't forget, we made what 40 mils for reaching the Champions League alone, right? So now that we're doing so well, all this money that's going to be accumulating throughout the season, you know. The Scudetto would just be the Chiliege sul torta, you know? Yeah, the yeah. Scudetto is, okay, it's not that much money, but it's it's the pinnacle of it's the meaning. Of it's, it's the symbolism it's, it's of the it. the meaning. It has nothing to do with the money. It's the meaning. And that's, I think, where the fans got a little bit mixed up was like, you know what? It's not about the money. I get, I get it that you want to get to the Champions League because there's a potential to make money, blah, blah, blah. It's finally happening. So where, guys, this is the best – I mean – I'm not the only one that said this. This is this is statistically the best Italian performance in the Champions League, I think, ever so far in the first three in the first three matches of the group stage. I don't think any other Italian have had 13 goals for two against and dominated the way we have. You know, against the opposition when it comes to the opposition right. that we have. So for for again, for the for the for the fans that are still just so pessimistic, it's like like I get, I get that we've seen hard times, but the hard times are ending, man. It's it's yeah. over, it's over. Let's go. And if you need more proof, you can tell by having victorless victories. There's Rafael no other proof. I mean, There's this no is the proof. this is it. This is it, right? This was this the it, what was the, the the smoking gun here? You know, this is the smoking gun, man. What do we do when Victor Osimhen comes back? Because right. I believe it was today. He returned to full training today. That means he's going to see some minutes pretty soon. He will. He's probably mm-hmm. not going to get a start right away. Raspadori will probably start mm-hmm. a- a- against Ajax. Maybe he'll come in and the dying embers it depends on the score. But he's got to get some good, you know, full training sessions in. He might not see the pitch for another week, but you know, it's it's going to happen. And what's going to happen to all these players that are stepping up? Is he going to be integrated the same way? Is he going to be put in and and are we going to sail the ball over everyone's head to try to get it to Victor? Or is he going to be integrated into how we've been playing now, right? How many less minutes is Simeone going to get? How many less is Victor going to come back to start? Is he might be our bench guy too, you know? So so all these different questions of of you know, oh calm down, calm down, calm down. It's only the beginning. Guys, we're not even doing this with Aussie men. We're not doing this with Aussie men. And, you know, I remember, I think it was Pete Scala who said with, with, um, uh, with Kaylor Navas, we're a Scudetto contender. Well, guess what? <laughs> with Alex Manette, we're a Scudetto contender. Like, come on. Like, there's nothing. How can you not be positive about this? Th- this victorless victories, this is a problem that we have. Yeah. Victor Osimhen's coming back. Who's going to go where? But it's a problem that I'll take 99 times out of 100 besides you know over the problem that we used to have. Victor Osimhen's yeah. injured. Yeah. We're fucked. We're fucked, right? That's what I was going to say. I mean, this problem quite possibly wins us a Scudetto, quite possibly. I mean, mm-hmm. one can make that argument. We'll see at the end of the season, but I, you know, I, I think if Victor were to see this now or, or, or to see the ad, maybe Oma would show him or something, but maybe he would be offended by him. But I don't want him to get offended by it. No, because this is a praise. Position, this is a praise. This is saying like, hey, 
we got the team. Maybe Victor's having a, uh, like you said, he had his little injury, but we can back him up now. We're taking some of that pressure off of him. But in my opinion, I think he comes back and starts banging in goals. Dude, now, he, he's going to start banging in goals. He has done that. He's done that. After every he comes that. back, starts banging in goals. Because when you he wants to play so bad that when oh, you man. keep him away, it's like you're, you, it's just you're filling up this barrel with gunpowder and it's ready to explode. Bro, that 40 minutes against Liverpool was just, I mean, he was on a bad hamstring or whatever it was that, right. he, that he pulled. And, and, and look what he did. Right. He, he and he still has that entire so Liverpool team. I had a stat. I forgot. He is still one of the top. I think he has the top one of the top assists and one of the top goals still in the league. And he's been out mm. for like four weeks. So, I mean, and, and plus what he does his his action off the ball that nobody really gives praise to. How much of that opened up opportunities for the rest of the mm -hmm. people on the team? Mm -hmm. You can't see it. It's not a stat. It's sometimes... Sometimes it's not even on camera. It's tough to watch, but mm -hmm. it, it, he does that. And But what I do hope is that he can kind of see how the team is playing and the team understands how they can get him back into the back into the game. I think him stepping back a little bit and, and Napoli kind of having to find this, I don't want to say new, but different maybe approach to the game and the team because because Victor has been so used to this one way that I don't know if he, if he was accustomed quite yet to what the team was doing. But now, I mean, he was he was helping, but now maybe watching it, maybe talking over it with the guys, maybe he understands a little bit better and maybe he can tweak his performance a little bit so he can fit in. Because let me tell you, man, he he can just be tapping balls in left and right if people give him the right the right service. I mean, you remember what he said, feed Victor, man. If you feed mm -hmm. Victor, the guy's going to bang in goals. The guy's going to bang in goals. And I think he's going to open up more space. I'm excited to have him back. I'm super happy about what Raspadori has been doing. He's given me those Merten vibes. And when I say Merten vibes, I don't mean emotionally. I mean the gameplay. I put that up on Twitter. Mm -hmm. It was like, no, I still miss him. Listen, I still miss Mertens too, but Raspadori has has been. He's like my my uh my uh uh what what was that <laughs> my player support <laughs> my my emotional support player oh, has yeah. been Raspadori with with, yeah. with with Mertens not coming back. Yeah. So it's it's just it's just good to have Simeone off the bench taking away my. P I mean yes, Patania has scored some 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 goals for us, some game winners, and nothing to take away, but. I think in the pinch, Simeone is a better option. So mm -hmm. complete upgrade there. And then you have Victor, who now is going to be hungry. I think the injury might have did him some good or, or did the team For some sure. good. In no, one I think so too. I one, to so let too. everybody else get acclimated, these new guys to come in and get acclimated, because without Ozian him there, we had to rely on them. They showed we can rely on them. And now we just have Victor to come in and do more work. I mean, this is great. Another great problem. So. I'm confident that he's going to come back strong, especially not being in the World Cup. He's going to have his opportunities. His team is going to sure. have their opportunities. And I think we're going to be a force in the attack with, you know, being backed by one of the best midfields and now quite possibly one of the best defenses. And it's just been, it's the ride so far is incredible. No matter what happens, I'll never forget the beginning of the season. Never forget mm -hmm. it. Especially after these past two years, man. This was such a good thing. But, yeah, Victor, we want you to come back and we want oh, you we to kill I can't it. Wait, That's man. what this I'm is at, about. 
I'm asking Oma for updates almost every day. Hey, man, how's Victor? What's Victor doing? What's Victor doing? He's telling me. I can't really tell you guys. He told me to keep it between me and him. So <laughs> I won't spill the beans, but he's ready. He's itching. He's itching to come back, man. He really he is. is. We he's know he is. Come back. He, he, te- he texts it all the time. He's like, just wait, just wait. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I can't, I, I can't, I can't really put, you know, the, 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 Peter says here, Victor needs to earn his way back on the team. I, I know where you're coming from, Peter. I, he says, follows up with, we were playing too well just to throw him back out there. Um, I disagree, man. I think that we, I think that he was playing fine before he got hurt. It's not that he was playing bad and lost his spot. He got injured. You know what I mean? I think, I think he comes back and I think he gets integrated well into this team that uh, now knows how to get the ball to Victor Osman because they know how to get the ball to, to Simeone. You know, Mario Rui is his, his assist, his assist foot is really like, like moving, man. He's, he's, oh my God. He's moving. Incredible. He's yeah. Yeah. Uh, You know, he's, the ability to cross in now he has plus Lozano's crossing abilities too. And everybody else, the way they're playing, you know, Kvaratskhelia is a very uh, unselfish play. Victor also is not, is a very unselfish person too. I just think that, that once he comes back, I think we take this lead and we make it a huge lead and we're off to the races, off to the moon, man. Honestly. Let's get a Fortunopoly starting in the chat, guys. I'm going to get a little closing music done. Finally, my song came back. Uh, yeah, man, the music is back. That's that's what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, StreamYard has been upgrading, man. Thank you, StreamYard. Get in this chat. Get in the, get in the social medias, you know, the Facebook, the Twitter. Please comment on Twitter, comment on YouTube, you know, give us yeah. your opinions. For those who are not watching, for those who are not watching live, who can't watch live, you know, check us out, share us, like, subscribe, do all the great stuff. Far from Vesuvius, get on the, uh, get on our socials, talk to us about how you feel, you know. This is a show for you guys. Yeah. Coming to our Discord, for crying out loud. There's lots of Discord. fun in there. The watch parties have been dope. Uh, lots of people coming in from Europe, from everywhere. Uh, next try, maybe not COVID-16, guys. Yeah, try to make it out there. I'm going to try my best to get out there myself. Uh, a little challenging right now with tough time. But um, if I can make it out there, I will. Sure. I will be at a few more this season. That's definitely but yeah, be sure to hit like, guys. Please subscribe. Please share. Tell the whole world about us. Uh, and please support. Tell us thank you again. Uh, watch parties are where it's at. Um, but yeah, certainly thank you to all uh, our live viewers. Thank you to uh, all the audio listeners of our podcast. Big shout out to Napoli for the one again. Let's hold on like this, boys. We got a game. Uh, what is it? Wednesday. I'm probably going to watch party in the Discord. Wednesday night. at noon. Wednesday at noon. Ah, not not noon. It's 12, 1245. 1245. Yeah. Wednesday, 1245. Ajax. Yeah. At the Maradona. Win guarantees us the round of 16. Guarantees us around the 16. Can't wait. Can't wait. Super excited about the top of the guys. Uh, but wrap up. Great show as always. Um, Thank you, my friend. I guess we'll see you. I'll see you Wednesday. Yeah. See you Wednesday.
All right, guys. Ciao. Forza Napoli Ciao, sempre. Right. Forza Napoli sempre. Ciao. Bye -bye.